0: Hey guys, welcome to Bono Stuff. This is episode 53 with James Quigley, a guy I knew for quite a few years back to the New York City fitness days. Was lucky enough to cross his path there and then we crossed paths in the Middle East. He was in Kuwait, I was in Dubai. Uh, he loves to love Top Gun so we got that going in the background. Hopefully don't get copyright infringed. And... Uh, If you guys are interested in working with me to improve your overall health, uh, I am taking a few clients at this point. I have a few spots open. Feel free to book a call on my calendar at calendly.com slash fitcare. Those links should be available somewhere, wherever you're listening to this in the show notes. If not, uh, check me out on my Instagram at drbobabenko, D-R-B-O-B-A-B-E-N-K-O. Uh, All right, jumping into this episode, guys, Uh, there was a little bit of noise disruption as uh, the scheduling was a little thrown off. James was in a hotel lobby in Florida, so I had a little background noise on his end, but we had a really great conversation, uh, talked about some men's groups, talked about building yourself up so you can help others. Uh, He is a beast when it comes to working with personal trainers, helping you grow your business. So if you have online personal training clients and you wanted to reach more folks, James is the guy to reach out to for that. All right, guys. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to my next chat with him as well. After this one, we had a really good time. I'm looking forward to the next one. And I hope you guys enjoy it and get 1% better. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff. And without further ado, here's James Quigley. Yeah, there we are. We are live with James Quigley. A little walkout music here. I got my New York, even though the Yankees are pretty terrible as the time we're recording this. They're they're underperforming, well below expectations, we'll say. James, you are in St. Pete right now? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, I'm St. Pete, Florida. Yeah, Kind of hanging
1: out at this awesome little boutique hotel. Nice. Little craziness.
0: <laughs> Pirate women and everything. Um, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, Women dressing up as pirates, for That's, sure. It's just Florida, Florida just man, mobile. Florida man, or Florida woman. Florida. It's just
1: a Wednesday in Florida where you walk into a boutique hotel and there's a bunch of six-year-old women dressed
0: as parts. There you normal. go. Totally normal. <laughs> um, we'll, t- we'll, we'll take a few steps back here. You and I know each other from the New York City fitness days in the early 2010s. Um, yeah, we had a lot of crossover and then we crossed over in the Middle East and I was in Dubai and you were in Kuwait. Um, but I didn't actually know, uh, I, I don't think we ever had this deep of a conversation that you grew up in Brooklyn, which is where I grew up. Um, what what area were you in in Brooklyn? Green, Green Point. Green Point, nice. Yeah. Nice. Where yeah, were you? So I grew up all the way down in Seagate, Coney Island. Oh, okay. And then yeah. I went, I went to Brooklyn Tech and got my doctorate at Long Island University, uh, right nice. on Fort Green there. So, yeah, you're smart cool. if you went to Brooklyn Tech. I am. I.
1: Am you were really step. smart. Brooklyn
0: Tech was for smart people. That's why I got the doctor thing in my name there. Yeah, man. Yeah. And I married a doctor, <laughs> PhD. Yeah. We're nerds, yeah. man. We're nerds. And, and, uh, and I was listening to a podcast you did with, uh, where were those guys? I think they were in Auburn university or there was some sec school, maybe, uh, Who's that? the two younger guys. Uh, I don't know. Sweat it out podcast. Yeah. Sweat it out.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, those are great guys, man. Yeah. Mendez and Josh. Yeah, Josh so, and Anthony Mendez.
0: Yeah. They're so you, you were just talking about lifelong learning on there. And, and that's something, uh, definitely I, I resonate with. And um, I think we'll, we'll come up as a theme in our conversation, hopefully today. Um, but yeah, man, so Brooklyn, you talk about a lot of your past and, and how that brought you to where you are today. And um, I do want to focus on the future a little bit, but um, I also heard you talk about men's groups. And that's yeah. something I've, I've gotten into much more recently. Um, is that something... Yeah, just tell me about your experience with it. What What, what kind of format are you... Uh, following along or is that is that something you stumbled onto?
1: It's something I I wanted to be more tent, intentional with is male bonding and strong masculine um, friendships and relationships, not toxic. You know, a lot of the buddies I grew up with, I love them at death. They're still my friends, um, but they weren't growing in the ways I was growing. And so I looked around me and I didn't have anyone that I can talk to that I can talk to about the things that I was going through. And the things that I was experiencing, and all positive, you know, but also there were times where things are not all good. And I don't want to feel like I have to say that they are, or feel like I'm complaining if I'm trying to talk to someone. And so I, I really wanted to reach out to build these relationships. And as I started to put it out there the universe, I got invited to a men's night uh, ran by a good friend of mine in Austin. And so I went and I met like 25 amazing men that were just being vulnerable. They were holding space for each other. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. I didn't feel the need to compete. I didn't feel the need to want to coach anyone. I just, I was really comfortable just receiving. Um, so it was cool. And then a buddy of mine, was he was there that night, decided he was going to put a men's group together and wanted to know if I wanted to be a part of it. And I absolutely jumped in and it's been it's been an incredible experience and everything that I want it, I'm getting out of it. I'm getting out good brotherhood, good friendships, the opportunity to just receive, which has made me a much better listener. I like to talk.
0: <laughs> we, we, are from, we are from Brooklyn, man. We if, like to talk. If you're from Brooklyn, I'm surprised you're not doing more with your hands right now. But I've learned. I've learned to yeah. curb it. You know, <laughs> I've done enough
1: of these where I've learned to curb it. I'm calm. I'm also on vacation, so I'm really relaxed. Um, but I love to talk and I also, you know, the, the masculine energy wants to fix everything. It wants to solve your problems in this group. It was awesome that we don't, we're not, we don't give each other advice. We just listen. And so that has taught me how to be a better listener. Like when I'm sitting across coaching someone or, you know, I'm, I'm on a date or, you know, I'm, I'm just, chatting with a friend. I've learned to really relax, take a deep breath, receive it, and just maybe ask a question or two and not feel like I need to fix their problems.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting that that's one of your biggest takeaways from that because um, I joined a men's group recently myself around the time we moved to Colorado for four months ago now, and uh, that's been something that we've talked about and caught ourselves on all the time. Yeah. Most of us, for, for our jobs, we we solve problems, whether it's, you know, physically for food, nutrition, all these different aspects for me. Um, and then it's, well, you got, you got a lot of noise going on in the back there. That's okay. <laughs> that's not going to, That doesn't seem to help.
1: <laughs> no, that's, there's a lot going on in here. I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: that's all right. That's all right. I apologize to the listeners, but uh, we're going to make the best of it. And if it's too much, well, we'll always redo this because uh, sure. at the end of the day, that's why I do this podcast is bono stuff aka bonos people and bono bo wants to know more shit so tell me more stuff but but i'll just say on uh, my reflection on the men's group is yeah we've had to catch ourselves saying like and we have a process in place for when that problem is presented um and and how do we reflect back and that you know changing that language and it's made me evolve my communication as well as as much as I had numerous tools and, and felt like I was really good at XYZ but um I I I really for anyone out there who's not familiar with men's groups, uh, something that I highly encourage folks to do, whether it's in more formalized version, you have a friend who wants to start some up, you have a group of friends who are willing to sit down and kind of get a little more real, or you need that facilitated. Uh, Again, I've had two guys on recently who facilitate men's groups, Dan Doty. uh, He's now teaching instructors to start men's groups. So he he was one of the guys there and they used to be uh, every man. Uh, th- that was one of the first men's groups I came across. And then uh, Lee Povey, uh, that's the men's group I'm kind of in now. Uh, he was a, a world-class uh, cycling coach. And uh, mm. and now he's shifted over more to that. Um, I'm, I'm not enjoying that song in the back of Florida there.
1: Um, <laughs> Can't do nothing about it. i have tried.
0: It's all right. So anyway, but yeah, if anyone wants to get in touch with, with a men's group or figure out how to facilitate something like that, there's a lot out there. And again, with, with COVID and the mental health struggles, um, if you listen to any podcast other than this one, I don't have advertising yet, but you know, you're know you going to hear about uh, BetterHelp. Right? I'm sure if you've listened to any podcast, you've heard that advertisement for, for mental health counseling. And it's obviously a big enough thing that uh, they're putting a lot of money into mental health counseling uh, just to advertise that. So it's, it's really a big thing. So anyway, uh, unless you have other main thoughts on the men's group stuff, uh, we can jump back over to fitness. Uh, which I really want to hear your thoughts. Again, you've been in the space um, just as long, if not longer than me. I, I feel like I'm a vet. We're, we're, we're both grizzled vets on this. <laughs> yes, um, for sure. And so with everything you've seen and being in Austin physically now, you have a lot of your work online. You're working with coaches all over the world to help guide them. Where do you see this future of fitness going? Yeah,
1: you know, it's funny. When you want to think about the future, it's always good to go back. Right. Always look at your history, and so I've been I've been around long enough to kind of see like, okay, what are the trends? What are the patterns? What's happened in the past? And 2020 reminded me a lot of 2009, when the economy took a big hit, and all of us had to kind of, you know, pivot and figure this thing out. Right. Um, at that point, I was running a gym, and the economy. Oh, are you still there?
0: Yeah. I'm just
1: making okay. you the, I'm making you the centerpiece, my oh, man. Awesome. So the, <laughs> the, um, you know, the economy kind of hit us all pretty squared in the face, similar to what 2020 did. And at that point we had to adjust, we had to adapt. And what it did was it took away the middleman, right? So no longer were we in gyms. We decided to take our, take our individual clients and do two things. Either one, bring them down a half hours or shift everybody into small groups. So, group training was not a thing. It was more individual. If you wanted to take a group class, you took like a group X class, like a hit, like a boxing class or a cycling class. So, now we were taking people in these smaller groups and we were bringing them out to parks. We were hosting them in gymnastics uh, schools, dance schools, wherever we could find space. And we adapted and we adjusted. And I went from making like, you know, anywhere between $100 an hour making four to $500 in an hour. And so if you're looking back, I think what's going to happen now going forward, it's going to be the same thing where the middleman's gone. The the customer doesn't have to go directly to the gym anymore. They can go to their favorite coach. They can go to their favorite instructor. Now, here's also a, a really interesting thing, what happened in 2009. The blog started to come on, right? The online space started to kind of take its form a little bit. And there were people offering business coaching, you know, such as Sam Bakashir, Bedros Koulian. And they were offering you an opportunity how to learn how to grow your personal training business. And they taught you this half hour thing. They taught you boot camp thing. But they also taught you some sort of online structure where you can learn how to market yourself utilizing blogs. And now the people that invested and they learned, they're world class these days, like such as a Craig Ballantyne. Right, such as continuing on bedroom schooling. These guys are world-class entrepreneurs now. And then there were guys like me. I had an opportunity to invest and learn how to grow my business and learn how to take my business to the next level. And I had limiting beliefs. I had all of these doubts. So I invested, I took that money and I invested in a kettlebell certification. And that's what's gonna happen today. So you're gonna have people who are gonna have the opportunity to or take the opportunity and invest in themselves, learn how to operate their business, because everyone's on an even playing field right now. Everyone online, everyone got all of these new customers, everyone had no choice but to do what this new thing is, so everyone's in an even playing field. Those that are gonna invest in themselves, those that are gonna learn all the intricacies of business, they're gonna go forward, and those who do not are gonna go take jobs when it starts to turn back around and go back to the gyms. And that's what happened in 2009 is I took a job back in corporate fitness. And that led me, you know, throughout my journey. So I feel like the future of fitness, technology is going to be here to stay. Um, You got to learn how to use it. If you don't learn how to use technology, you're going to get lost. Um, And the direct-to-consumer is going to be here for a while. I feel like if you're someone that has a really good personality, someone has a good knack for community and you understand how to utilize social media to your benefit you don't have to go take a job you don't have to go work for someone if you don't want to um that to me i believe is going to be the next five years in the industry
0: oh. sorry jesus <laughs> all good man no i really um uh, i'm, I'm going to jump Put myself back in here. There you go. Um, yeah, no, I appreciate that. I'm actually gonna mute you just in case you do get some background noise. Oh, that's much better. Quiet. But you can hear. You should be able to hear. me. <laughs> that's all good. So again, sorry guys uh, for for James. He, we caught him on vacation and in, in the hotel lobby. So, uh, but no, I really appreciate you looking back at that kind of historical perspective. And that's where with age comes wisdom, with experience and all that good stuff. So um, I guess my question then along those lines again, looking at the future. I like, I like a lot of the concepts you threw out there, but in my own selfish way, uh, I've been trying to continue to redefine and I'm working with a business coach. Also, I know you went through the Tony Robbins school. She's, she's, uh, she's in that Tony Robbins kind of space as well, uh, with different stuff going on, different PhDs and masters and all sorts of different fun stuff. But, um, yeah, so we're, we're taking it a kind of a holistic approach. So my question is with what I offer, uh, i'm gonna I'm gonna get free business advice from the James Quigley here. So um, we we hear these ter- this concept a lot of what problem are you actually solving, right? So for me, i'm I, I, I'm trying to focus on this long term. I call it a physical retirement plan, right? I, I I'm trying to figure out, again, in this fitness space that you're seeing, you're talking about the one on ones. You're talking about using the technology. Um, what do you see as as kind of, Coming out of COVID too, are people saying like, "Help me work out better at home," or "I need someone in my face," or "We're going to talk about something more serious." We're going to look at my blood work. We're going to look at how fast I can run. How you know? Uh, so I guess I want I want the inside tracker, your input uh, for myself, selfishly and my business. On uh, is there a trend that you're noticing? There are people starting to pay more attention to that long term health. Has COVID been a bit of a wake up call? Which my answer is no, um, but, <laughs> but unfortunately, but but in terms of hey, the fitter you are, the healthier you are, the more you can avoid a lot of these healthcare systems. Of course, uh, we can go down the path of, of uh, vaccinations and and uh, masks and all that fun stuff. We're not going to do that today, though. But yeah, uh, let me know if that question makes sense. Um, of of where where do you see uh, the 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 big what problem is there at this point of of uh, the 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 folks taking in and absorbing. The, the fitness space?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And that's what I teach, you know, understand what problems do you solve? I think people too get too wrapped up in a niche where it's like, I help men 35 to 45. And it's like, well, you can't help a guy that's 34. You can't help a guy that's 30. It's about the problems. And so you solve very specific problems. Now, in order for you to get more people or help more people, you've just got to be able to speak their language. So understanding your own consumer, understanding the men that, or or the women, the people that are dealing with those problems, what's the language that they're using to describe it, right? Like you and I, we can talk about this really technical and we can get really down and dirty with the jargon, but for your customer, they may be saying something very simple, like I would just, I just want to feel better, right? So what does that mean? And so we have to figure out what what their language is and when they're describing their own problems. Now, as far as the consumer is concerned, I think the more people like yourself are talking about it on social media, on these other platforms, you're going to turn those tides away a little bit from the basic marketing that takes place in the fitness industry, right? The basic marketing that takes place in the industry is about looking your best. It's about aesthetics, right? And it's about somewhat performance. So if... There's more conversation, there's more dialogue about your health. And I think it, it is turning because you're looking at people talking more about you know a growth versus a fixed mindset. They're talking more about in healing inner child work. They're talking more about uh, solving bigger problems. So I think the future is educating the consumer, um, but we just have to understand, we have to enter the conversation in their mind. So we have to use really simple language to get them to kind of enter into our sphere. Another thing is how do you distract them? How do you get their attention, right? So you have all this information, Bo. right? You're, you know, I know you can solve anyone's problems, but how do they know that, right? And so they're on social media. It's gonna get loud for a second, hold on, (laughs) (laughs) hold on. I'm holding, I'm holding. (laughs)
0: Saying
1: hi. Saying hi. you pass me by. <laughs> I love it. So everyone's on social media to not learn. Most people are on social media to be distracted. And so for someone that's going to be talking about these bigger, greater problems, it's just how can you simplify it to capture someone's attention in that three to five second span that we have while they're scrolling and then hook them in so that they can listen a little bit more intently that answer your question?
0: It does. It does. Um, I do. I agree with you that I, well, I guess the I'm going to rephrase it. And so this is a men's group thing. Also, I'm going to I'm going to say back to you what I think you said. And I want to make sure I had you. <laughs> I heard you correctly. So um, when it comes to complicated emotions and things like that, that uh, in, and again, I've, in the men's group specifically that I've Uh, learned from that's it's a good tool to have so my one of my oversimplifications of kind of what I heard you say is um yeah the the attention spans are getting shorter uh people might be more open to these deeper uh more valuable messages it's just figuring out again how to really stay at the same pace as technology so you know again a lot of folks are like jump on tiktok Bo. You got to be on TikTok. If you're not on TikTok, you're going to miss all the, all the kids or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but that's what it is. So I guess, again, re- phrasing back to you, if, if, yeah, whether it's on Instagram, I have a decent uh, presence on Instagram, but to grow that, I need to find ways to simple or, or be as simple as possible. And again, what's going to catch someone's attention of like, you know, and again, I, I'm, I, I go on there to learn um, as much as possible. I I like being entertained too. I'll follow some different accounts, but at the same time, I'm, I'm on there to learn and and see what's going on in the industry and physical therapists and the fitness space. So is that, is that kind of summarizing what, what it is you're, you're getting at? Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's,
1: there, there, there are people on there to learn, you know, I love it. I love to learn from certain coaches and to follow people and to kind of get some insight, but most let's, let's be real. Let's be honest. Most people are on there to just get distracted. Right, and so if we can meet them where they are, if we can enter the conversation in their mind, then we have the potential to help them a lot faster and a lot, you know, effectively or yeah, more and, effectively.
0: Yeah, and two days ago, I did a um, a podcast with Frank Benedetto, who's a physical therapist, and he's trying to change. He does a lot of work with Counter Strike and MMA guys, UFC, and uh, his big thing is he's also a, a kind of business coach, if you will. Um, but he he's all about reverse engineering the problem. So if, if the problem is, uh, again, wanting to look good naked, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's how do we get somebody there? And we don't have a simple system. Here's, four, you know, it's $40 a month and I'm going to send you these workouts and you, you're going to do this high intensity, whatever. Um, and again, looking at the trends of this past year and the lockdown, right? Peloton is a huge thing. Um, and again, I'm over here being like, hey, maybe you want to add a little bit of something to supplement that extra shitty position that you're in for, you know, you're already in a (laughs) shitty position. So, um, yeah, it's getting, and, and, and to your other point there that it it made me think of, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of, uh, ramble on about this, I guess, but it's, it's people want that short-term fix and people, and and I'm my clientele, my tribe, my, you know, I'd rather have a hundred really good followers who are engaged than a hundred thousand who, you know, you might get one comment here or there, which I see all the time. On people who have these huge accounts and it's like there's not a lot of engagement i'd rather have again somebody understanding the concept and asking me a, a serious question i tried that thing you said bo and i felt this is that normal um and so you know i got to continue to deliver my messaging better and better but at the same time i'm going to continue to try to be as authentic as i can about the fact that i believe in this this mix of fitness and healthcare and redefining fitness is my whole thing not to make it all about me but um, <laughs> um, yeah man so so I I've, I've been really enjoying the, this this process and again um, reaching out to guys like you who, who continue to help us kind of you know focus on where we need to go and and how to change uh, the way we're marketing to folks and and uh, funny side note or this kind of leads to the next question I guess is um, one of my recent guests also he uh, he's one of my high school guidance counselors at Brooklyn Tech Um and (laughs) he uh is now doing public speaking coaching. And so he actually really he has a podcast uh and his main business is helping people prepare specifically for TEDx talks. So Mm -hmm. when he was on my podcast, he kinda, you know, I was asking him a bunch of questions and he threw it back to me and said, you know, if you had a TED talk tomorrow, what would be the theme? And so I kind of on the spot I was like, oh, it's something that I've definitely kind of had rattling around, but maybe not in that exact context. And I've really enjoyed that concept, uh, and my answer is, and it is something I've actually done a few rough drafts of and and I'm gonna continue to refine it. And actually he's having me on his podcast, uh, they're in season three, uh, they're, they're, they're a little more structured there, but uh, of, I wanna redefine fitness, including like vital signs, uh, where again, currently we're not looking at that kind of stuff of how many pull-ups can you do? How much can you deadlift? That kind of thing, and, and narrowing that message down in order to fix this broken healthcare system we have um, and getting people to care. And again, people care about Peloton, but how do I get them to care about something within Peloton that actually says, hey, when you're 60, you won't need a total hip replacement because of you have this range of motion, you have this control, You know, the, the, the more in-depth conversation. So it is trying to simplify a complicated topic. So I guess my question to you is if you had that Ted talk, I'm gonna steal from from Mark Williams, anyone wants to go check out that episode is, uh, what, what would that TED Talk look like?
1: Great question. I think, you know, shout out to Mike Bledsoe. Uh, he, gave, he asked me a question. I met Mike. You know Mike, right? Uh, he used to be Barbell Shrug. Now he does exactly what I did. And we, we had an opportunity to, to meet. And he asked me a great question. He goes, what's your superpower? And I was like, oh, that's a great question. So I kind of look at it as the same thing. I would say taking complicated thoughts, complicated practices and simplifying them for people to understand and execute and how to do that and how to have fun, how to make it enjoyable
0: yeah yeah that's you know
1: awesome. especially for for people that are teachers people that are influencers or content creators or coaches you have all of this wealth of knowledge well how do you take all of this and then Go teach it for someone else to enjoy it, be able to execute it, and then maybe they can go and teach it, and they can go and pass on that information. So I would say my TEDx talk would definitely be how to how to make complicated shit simple. That's going to be the title, too. Complicated <laughs> shit simple.
0: Make complicated shit simple. Not I self, love it, man. Gotta sell a solo book or two. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, was it uh, The su- Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck was a bestseller? And- yeah. Yeah. All that stuff. Oh, now we have to mark this explicit. I use I use an I dropped an f bomb. Oh, I don't. You did that. I, I did. The shit's not explicit, is it? I don't. I don't think anyone cares. And there's like okay, a, good. There's like a million podcasts currently out there. There's just a flood of yeah. everyone. Everyone grabbed a microphone and started speaking. And speaking of, I found your podcast. What happened there, man? Oh, that's a, I love. I'm glad you asked that. So. <laughs> I had a, I was
1: I, I love getting coached now like I will always be coach I will always have a coach and I was starting I had left the gyms and I was starting the podcast I was in the live coaching program with Tony and I was trying to be you know get this business program going and I wanted to do an event and my coach simply asked me and he was like what rabbit do you really want to chase and I was like what do you mean and he's like Like you know, podcast is great, but it's really just content, right? Just creating content, so it's not really gonna bring you in anything. He's like, you want to do this event, but what's that event really gonna help you to plug? He's like, what's the thing that you really want to do right now? What's the thing that's gonna give you the most bang for your buck? And I was like, the coaching program. And he's like, well there you go. He's like, why? He's like, what if? What if you just did the coaching program for the next year or two? and grew it to where it's, you know, possibly a a seven figure business. And, you know, you've been able to help this number of coaches you want to help. What if you just did that? And then once you feel like you're able to get onto the next phase, then you bring in, you know, the podcast back in and then you do the event. And now the podcast and the event can serve your, your, your coaching business. What if you did that? And I was just like, thanks coach. (laughs) So that's where it went. So I'll come back to it I'll circle back to it but right now I'm in the phase where I'm just literally have blinders on and I'm just focusing on coaches and helping them establish their businesses
0: perfect I love it um yeah man and uh, I heard you say it on the other podcast the master of none Jack of all trades kind of thing right yeah um, I don't know if you've seen the most recent episode of that show by the way very very big no. deep... there's a three there's a, a thirteen they just released it yeah. Oh
1: my god, I love that. I that's uh, it's one of my It's completely different.
0: Shows. Change need. your change your expectations. He got very okay. I think cuz of the b- before the last season or after the last season came out, that's when his whole Me Too thing came out. Uh, Aziz, I'm sorry. And then yeah. since then I think he's tried to like shift the focus away from himself um and okay. it's it's very like Woody Allen artistic, mm. okay. you know, people doing laundry for two minutes that you're watching um but there's like a theme i i'm like i'm able to appreciate anyway just 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 a quick uh (laughs) it's worth checking out
1: i love talking tv
0: yeah i'm waiting for one of my best friends he's he had a podcast about movies and tv and uh i'm trying to nail him down we were going to do like a top 10 movies kind of argument debate whatever what what should be on that list what shouldn't so quick three top three movies ever of all time go Oh, Top Gun, absolutely, number one.
1: Uh, number two, oof, uh, number two, rad. Number <laughs> two is rad. Yeah, people probably were like, what? The hell is rad? Um, I'm very superficial. I love those two things. And then I'm going to say When We Were Soldiers with Mel Gibson.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Yeah, those are probably my top three right there for all different reasons, uh, yeah. but I love those three movies.
0: Nice. I like it. I like it. Very uh, unique answers. I'm, I'm Top Gun. I don't know if they're. When are they gonna release that second one? It's supposed to be any day now. It's supposed
1: to come out. i
0: They were. I think pumped. they're trying to make sure they get the money in the in the theater release. They yeah, want it was smart. Sure.
1: I think it was smart. You know, but I so we, my men's group. We actually did a movie night. Mm. You can rent out mm-hmm. the Alamo. You can rent mm. out the Alamo Draft House. Mm. And so we didn't get it. We wanted to do that. We didn't. Then we just ended up buying ten tickets, and we all went to. We had a men's movie night. Everyone brought the significant others if they had a date, and it was great. And everyone was so excited to go back to the theaters.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a a lot of interesting fears, and won. yeah, and and you know that first hug back in in public. <laughs> I know. Well, uh,
1: you know, the, before COVID, like as COVID was happening, right? You saw Warren, Warren Buffett say, "Oh, the 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 airline industry is not coming back." You heard people say the gym industry is not coming back. You heard the movie's not is not coming back. Fuck that. People are flying more than ever. I was just on it. It was packed. Yeah. Right? Uh the movies are packed. Gyms are, are, are coming back also. Right? Like these industries are not going anywhere. People want them. It was just obviously we had to take
0: a break. Yeah, we heard the same thing. New York is not is is never going to be the same again and
1: <laughs> they they're going to get that mayor out and there's going to be a new yeah. mayor and it will come back. Everything's secular. Everything's secular. Everything comes back around again.
0: I think you mean circular, but I got you. told you know. I'm not as smart as you. Circular? I'm not sure. What's, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. That's okay, man. I just, I, it I, just, I, it I just I, felt normal first.
1: <laughs> <personally. laughs> Is it circular? I, cycles, right? Cycles? I, I got, I I got, it cycles?
0: I got what you were going with. I could have let it go, yeah, but um, yeah. I'm, I'm still working on my- uh, The extent of my
1: intelligence, what I'm, sh- I'm displaying I'm, here. I'm
0: still working <laughs> on my nitpicking. That's fine. I don't mean to, to pick yeah. on it, but- no um that's yeah we work well together <laughs> balance each other out yeah you mentioned you like you like to talk earlier and and uh yeah that was the big thing uh when you were in the two times we overlapped in kuwait you were doing the announcing uh big big mc that would that's the big uh i think you're probably your biggest fame maybe would was... I,
1: yeah you know and it's funny how that happened i just kind of fell into that you know that mm-hmm. came from um doing events in new york and yelling and screaming and you know, that's what you had to do to promote yourself as a trainer or you know, as a, as a fitness personality in New York was to get outside of the gym. Mm-hmm. So that's where that fell in. And then the Battle of the East in Kuwait was happening. And I was like, dude, I want to MC this thing. And I remember specifically uh, Diego saying, no, uh, you're, <laughs> you're going to run it. He's like, no, you're going to run it. You've got a lot of responsibility. I was like, no, 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 no. I want to MC this thing. And like, it was not until like a few days before where he was like, Fine. Okay. But just make sure all your <laughs> responsibilities are done for, for the uh, for the operational side. And it was. And it was great. And that was the start of my career.
0: Yeah, man. Are you still doing some of that? Or a, a lot little of events bit. are coming back now, I know. Yeah. So I've been doing
1: it for this obstacle course race that's uh, taking place here in the States. It's a German-based company. Uh, hmm. I think it's the future of events. I love I what they're doing.
0: I think I've heard of this. What's it called? Rocks. I think I heard of it. Uh, it was I'll a client there's a client, out a here. nice, yeah. Uh, there was a client out here in Denver that I connected with. That, um, her husband, I think, is one of the founders or he's helping run it. Um, yeah. I don't know, I don't yeah, know, his Colorado,
1: yeah, Rick, Eric Emerson, maybe, maybe, yeah. They just moved to Colorado, too. Good people, man, definitely good people to get in touch with.
0: Yeah, interesting, yeah, definitely. We'll do that off uh once we're off there cool man um yeah let's jump back to your business i want to make sure you get a good plug for for what you do i think we touched on it but um the main the your your ideal client is somebody who is in the fitness space and wants to better clarify their complicated uh messaging is that is that
1: (laughs) so right now i'm helping i'm really focusing on coaches who either don't have an online business or who haven't really established a successful online business All right so i'm helping them to get online helping them to really clear or clarify their message so they can learn how to make more money in less time
0: yeah perfect that's the that's the 22nd uh, elevator pitch right there perfect oh, told you simplifying it simplify it get simplify shit shit simplification that's the
1: <laughs> You know, as I think about it, there's, there's obviously more things that I'm also passionate about. You know, I'm very passionate about um, at one day I want to go back and I want to help, you know, impoverished communities raise rise up. You know, that's where I'm from. You know, we didn't grow up with a lot. You know, my, my, my family did a lot of illegal things to make things happen for us and so that we can survive. And it's all things that I just would never talk. You know, I was never taught money. I've never taught wealth. I was never taught how to actually be successful as a, just a, a normal human in life, right? Those are just things that are just are not taught. Even though I went to Catholic school, I went to Catholic school and they just never taught us that, you know, I knew how to kneel. I knew how to pray, which <laughs> was good, but I knew how to play sports, but I was just never taught the basic functions of being a, a human in, in society. And so I, I'm very passionate about potentially going back and helping children helping young adults really understand how to be successful.
0: Yeah, no, that's phenomenal. I'm happy to hear that, man, for sure. For sure, I love it. Um, Yeah, anything else we should know about your business or what's the best way for people to reach out to you? I know you mentioned if you're still offering, that was it a free call or? or Yeah,
1: yeah, so uh, if you're a coach right now and you're struggling in your business, uh, maybe, you know, you, 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 went online and you're operating on zoom calls or you just had to go back to the gym, but now you realize, man, there's more, there's more opportunity out there and you just don't know where to begin. That's normally where it is. Like, I just don't know where to start. You have all of these ideas. How do I organize them? So what I love to do is, uh, if you go to www.amplifyonlinecoach.com, there's a free training there for everyone, but they can go there and it's literally, three simple shifts to taking your business online without having to invest in technology. So that's a first place to start from there. Um, once you get that free training, you can literally schedule yourself a free consultation with me and we'll jam out and we'll really get you to kind of, we'll take that information and help you to dial it in. So you can take it online like that.
0: Perfect. Amplifycoaching.com. Amplify online coach. Amplify online coach. Oh, I'm going to put that in the comments here. Amplify online coach.com. There it is. It's in the chat there and we'll pop it up on the screen here. Boom. Look at that. Boom. Amplify. I like StreamYard. (laughs) StreamYard is fun except for the backwards and Claire. I know. I know. Like my right hand is not really where I think it should be. (laughs) Every time I go to fix my hair, I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa. Anyway. Um, awesome brother. So. Yeah, I, I wanna be respectful of your time. Uh, finally quieted down though. Now that we have some quiet, we're gonna <laughs> wrap it up. Um, very cool. And yeah, I think we'll leave it there. I, I, I really like everything we covered. Um, again, if you guys wanna check out more about James, he's, he's all over the internets there. Um, there's a lot of James Quigley's though. I, I, I did try to find what other videos you're on and the CEO of Deloitte. His name I James know. Quigley, I'm sure you do know. And there's a Reverend James Quigley. There is. He if there's
1: put, <laughs> yeah. A, he, a buddy of mine gave me some good advice. He was like, take ownership of your uh your intellectual property. Mm-hmm. He's like, So your name is intellectual property, right? So make sure, like when people Google you that you pop up. And so I've been trying to fix that. Yeah. It's a learn. It's a, it's I'm learning too. I'm I'm a student. I'm a student. I don't think I'm a master <laughs> of anything. So this is something that I'm trying to master: is this whole internet space, right? I got to sh- uh, reach out to our buddy Tao. He could probably yeah. help me out with that a lot more
0: than I know.
1: He he was, he was a guest genius. on here.
0: Yeah, he was a guest on here recently, also. So I love
1: uh, that guy. He's probably yeah. one of the he's he's. Well, I'm gonna say he's the second per the smartest man I know, uh, as to, to first being you. Ah, uh, no, right? he's, on he's, your he's
0: show. Def- I appreciate that, but he's definitely. He went he's to smarter? Harvard. He, uh, he <laughs> he's and he's like ten years younger than me, or so. And, I know uh, he's
1: such a baby, but yet he's so yeah. he's one of the smartest and most nicest people you're ever going to meet.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, there's some interesting stories we could certainly tell about him. And uh, yeah, anyway, he's a good dude for sure. Go check out uh, a few episodes ago we had him on here. Uh, awesome. He was nice enough to jump on, and he has his own podcast. He's the co-founder of barbend.com, which is a huge fitness uh, space that, again, covers uh, CrossFit, functional fitness, Olympic weightlifting, all, all this fun sports, strongman um, that wasn't – there was no such website before. I remember him sitting down with me, one of my visits from dude. Dubai, uh, and he told me about this idea, and he wanted to, to you know, make sure yeah. I was excited about it before he pushed ahead, which I appreciated. But, yeah, super smart dude. All right, man, well, um, yeah, no, I really – Really appreciate. I think there were some awesome takeaways here. Um, again, guys, if you enjoyed the conversation, if you're still listening watching, uh, please like share, subscribe, comment, reach out to either of us, leave some questions. We'll get back to it soon. Um, and yeah, check out James's free training. If you're a coach trying to build your online presence and, uh, awesome. We'll sign off. Any last thoughts? Uh,
1: make sure you take care of yourselves and team. Like, you You can't pour you can't pour from an empty cup, you know make sure what, what taking care of yourself doesn't mean just going in the gym and just crushing yourself like really take some time to focus on your mental and emotional health uh when you do that, everything comes with you right your business don't put your business first, put you first, and then your business will come with you
0: yeah I, I did I actually wrote that down i wanted to uh i lost, we lost a thread there we we jumped onto another path, but I did write that down. Uh, again, having taken in a lot of your content over the last few days, I really want to applaud you for sharing that journey of of coming back from Kuwait, kind of going down maybe the not so great path and then going into this path of self-discovery, internal work. Uh, I'm sure the men's group sounds like it helped a lot. Uh, so yeah, just you got to take care of yourself. And again, there's all sorts of different ways to think about that, uh, that again, a lot of folks might not have the best definitions of right now but it's connecting to you know guys like us i think we're, we're trying to put our energy out there again i've had a few folks listen in to our to, to some of my podcasts and some of the takeaways and say and you know i i'm really happy to say i've gotten a few clients out of it and i've, I've gotten a few really good side conversations that have allowed me to make some change for some folks. And then uh, another part of it too, is uh, my high school football, Brooklyn Tech, our football team. Uh, we actually now have a monthly Zoom call to allow everyone to kind of check in on our mental health. I'm going to mute you there. Woo. okay, that was loud. Um, <laughs> anyway, on that note, uh, I really appreciate that. Uh, and, and I'm going to have the last word, unfortunately, because it's so loud over there, but um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, really appreciate you being on my buddy and that was a weird, my buddy. Um, (laughs) and, uh, we're going to sign off, but yeah, guys, if you enjoyed it again, like share, subscribe, comment, review all that good stuff for podcasts and let me know what else you want to hear. See, uh, maybe we'll do a part two in a few months and see how the evolution has gone, especially as we're both growing as men, as, uh, as humans and, and as businessmen as well. So, um, yeah, we'll leave it off there. Get 1% better today, guys. Talk to you soon. And